Welcome to House of Whimsical Tarot. I'm Esther. I'm Mary. And we're coming to you from Tucson, Arizona. And we're telling real stories of the fantastical. All of our stories are true or told to us as true. Occasionally we do alter names to protect privacy. And places for the same reason. That's correct. But before we begin, we have some thank yous. Yes, we are doing our New Year's Eve show. We want to... Give a special shout out to our amazing nieces who have helped us with the show, the That's podcast. Right. Uh, Athena Blue, who is our composer and mm-hmm. performer on the trumpet with yes. that amazing, wonderful theme song creepy, for our show. Fabulous. Yes, just the right amount of creepy. Thank you, Athena. Thank you. And Isabella Blue, who is running our social media and doing a really cool job. So we love them both very much. Yes, we do. And we wanted to start our New Year's Eve show with a special blessing to them. That's right. So our show today is New Year's Eve Superstitions. Mm -hmm. And... I did a little research. Of course you did. I love when you do research into weird stuff. I love history Mm -hmm. and weird stuff. So (laughs) it turns out that New Year's Eve has a very long history. And um, in Mesopotamia, they had the first recorded celebrations of New Year's Eve. And it was aligned with the vernal equinox at the end of March. And they would celebrate for 11 days with offerings and spiritual rituals. And then... In 46 BC, Julius Caesar developed the Julian solar calendar. And as a tribute to the god Janus, the guide of new beginnings, it was celebrated on January 1st. Ah. uh, Sacrifices and gifts. (laughs) Who needs spiritual rituals and offerings when you have sacrifices and gifts? (laughs) I'll go for the gifts. I'll pass on the sacrifice. But then it changed again because, of course, that was a pagan tradition on January 1st. So they discontinued that because of Jesus. Oh, yeah. yes. And it was replaced, actually, with December 25th. There's a place with uh, December 25th. Okay. See what they did there? Janus, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's combine the two and there you go. make and, it one celebration. Yeah, on a totally different day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> occasionally, the New Year was celebrated on March 25th, but nobody seems to know why, and I couldn't find the answer to that. <laughs> so there was that. And then in 15. 82, the Pope then changed to the Gregorian calendar in Rome, which made New Year's Eve December 31st. And it's all just bonkers. Mm-hmm. And time is really just made up. So, <laughs> but nowadays many countries do use, of course, the Gregorian calendar. Right. And it seems like a great time to talk a little bit about a few other traditions around the world. Yes. So, I looked up. Let's see. In Spain, there's a tradition to celebrate the New Year by eating 12 grapes. Mm-hmm. Yep. One for each clock stroke at midnight, and the grapes represent the 12 months of the year. And you have to eat all of them to have a lucky year. That'd be hard. Yeah, it would. In fact, I wasn't sure. Like, Do you just stuff them all in your mouth at once, or do you eat them one at a time in a minute? Or you just drink a glass of wine, right? <laughs> yeah, but we do know that it's like ding, eat, ding, eat for 12 ah. bongs of midnight, the, the clock ticking. Oh, okay. So it's one of, so you don't yeah, just when like the, the, show it. Yeah. You know, a glass of wine is expeditious. It is. And you're all done in 12 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Sips. Bell rings of midnight. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> All right. So Greece and Mexico, they eat round cakes to symbolize the circle of life at New Year's. I love that. Yeah. So sometimes they'll put a coin or a trinket or plastic baby in the cake. <laughs> and it's important to let your guests know that. Because one of them might choke on it. There's a plastic baby in your cake. That's right. And so the idea of the plastic baby is that it brings luck to the one that finds it in a slice of cake. So if they choke on it, that would probably be the opposite of good luck. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you let them know. Like the New Orleans king cake. It sure is. Very, very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then let's see, what else did did I peruse? The midnight kiss, which was my favorite. (laughs) Right? Yes. This kiss is thought to be left over from the pagan celebration of Saturnalia. Oh, very interesting. Mm -hmm. So that festival had a lot of singing and dancing and nudity and fondling and anonymous sex and kissing and dancing and drinking. Right? Yeah. And it really sounds like a splendid time to me. It's exhausting to me. Yeah, but the only only the kiss remains as a popular tradition, which is really too bad, really. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, and then I guess my last one was resolutions. And um, that tradition actually started with the Babylonians about 4,000 years ago, which is a ridiculous amount of time. I can't even wrap my brain around. Right. But they made promises to the gods in exchange for a good year. So today it's more common, you know, on New Year's Eve to make promises to the gods and all things that are holy that you won't drink again if they save you from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> but, you know, we've come a long way from the Babylonians, apparently. <laughs> so, apparently. Yeah. Um, so those are all my those are all my historical tidbits that I have about yes. New Year's Eve. And you found um, this on Beaver FM out of Tennessee. Yes. It's really cool. It's like creepy uh, mm. traditions for New Year's. And I love some of these. <laughs> the first one we're going to talk about is an old Irish New Year's Eve tradition. So shout out to our Irish, Irish listeners. Yes, we love you. We love you. Uh, one of them is banging bread loaves against the doors just before midnight to ward off any like angry phantoms or or mm. things of that that might be lurking around, which is really interesting. Mm. Uh, it has, I guess, evolved. And uh, Irish listeners, you can let us know if this yeah. is true. It has evolved into banging pots and pans mm-hmm. around the doors at uh, midnight on New Year's Eve, which is noise making, which we'll we'll get to more of later. Mm-hmm. But let us know if that's if that's accurate. Another old Irish custom is to leave a door unlocked and set a plate at the table for uh, the spirits of loved ones from beyond the grave. That's my favorite. Yeah, especially ones who were lost in the last year. Mm. One last meal with you at New Year's. So scary and fabulous. Truly. We're doing it. We are. This year, we're doing We're just going to do it. We, we'll just, we'll probably have a lot of table space <laughs> yes. available. True. Yeah. So come on back, spirits. Yeah. Of the loved ones. Of the loved ones of only. Of the loved ones yes. only. <laughs> Rusty, you can just Let's qualify that. stay the heck out. Yeah. Uh, so. Just bring some bread on the door if that happens. So. <laughs> 
This next one is bizarre, mm-hmm. but very important to apparently. It, it's not an Irish custom. It's a custom in a lot of places, which is strange. Um, so I guess, and I don't even know where all this is true for, but it's true mm-hmm. for more than one country, is not to do laundry until after January 2nd. So from the 31st through New Year's and then wait till after the 2nd of January Uh to do laundry. Wow. Is that strange? That's really obscure. All right. And here's the reason, according to um, this radio station in Tennessee, which has really interesting information, is that the most severe claims, if you clean clothes on January 1st, You'll be washing for the dead, Mm. and a member of your family will be washed away. Whoa. Yeah. So creepy. Yeah. Other places believe that uh, if you spend the day washing clothing, that your good fortune will be spiraling down the drain. Whoa. Which is interesting because they are talking about other places saying, don't get rid of anything till after the second. Mm. So don't throw out trash. Don't get any rid of anything. Don't spend any money. So don't go on oh. shopping sprees. Do not. They're saying don't, uh, you know, pay bills. Do that either before the 31st or after the second, oh. because what you're doing is deciding how your uh, money will go. So you want your wallet full, your bank account full, until after the second, and then please pay your bills on time before or after okay. the New Year's. Okay, so you'll be stinky, but you'll have lots of cash. <laughs> well, I mean, you can wash your clothes before. Okay. I'm just checking. Have extra clothes to, to dress yeah, in. Have extra yeah, clothes. Yeah. Another a superstition, which is really interesting, is uh, whoever comes to your door first is how... The rest of your year will go. Does it so, count if you call them and tell them to come to the door? I think you should do I that. Think you should do that. I think you oh. should be like, come over to my house. Just so you guys out there listening know, we would highly recommend that you call the people that you want. Yes. Call yeah. like your, your favorite people to come over on that day. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there are also a whole bunch of them that burn effigies so um like to get rid of yeah they're saying like uh people that you are not really wanting to stick around in the Mm. year so like evil world leaders that sort of thing that comes to mind yes you you know burn their effigy and hopefully they will kind of yeah fade into the background which would be okay. super cool that for super some cool. of our current evil world leaders yeah. just do like a little you know new year's Bonfire. eve <laughs> yeah <laughs> do like a little, little, little effigies so and some effigies mm-hmm. so that do that that is that is all of that there's also cleansing of your house mm-hmm. which happens on new year's so um, there's the idea of kicking out the evil wraiths. I guess this happens a lot in the Philippines where you open your doors and make a lot of noise and chase out all the evil 
things, make a big ruckus. Ah. And making a ruckus seems to be a really common theme for different places, which is interesting because we, all the things we do on New Year's, like Bang. yelling and Noise shouting, noise. running outside and yelling, um, making, you know, blowing those little, mm-hmm. you know, noisemakers. Noise makers. And yeah. And, and firecrackers. Firecrackers. Yeah. Yes. Interesting how those themes all kind of weave mm-hmm. into. And we don't know where they come from. Right. We just think we're welcoming in the new year, but it might be connected to an older tradition of banishing the evil spirits mm. or banishing, as this article says, the wicked wraiths. The wicked wraiths. <laughs> I love that. Oh. Wicked wraiths. Well, speaking of wicked wraiths, and because this is, you know, spooky stories on a podcast, uh, I have some story. Oh, this is great. I love so, this story. So first I'll tell you that it has to do with Auld Lang Syne, which is the New Year's song that mm-hmm. everyone plays in America. It's actually a Scottish song. It was um, written by Robert Burns in 1788. It online sign translates to old long since in nonsensical English because it doesn't really translate well. Um, but the song itself is about old friends and memories and a properly American way to bid so long to the old year. However, I have a spooky story yeah, it's very, about very cool story. this song. So about three years ago, I was meeting with someone in my office and uh, it was, you know, a work meeting at my real actual job, not my fun job, like making podcast content. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was kind of a basic work meeting. And uh, suddenly in the middle of this hot Tucson July summer. Nowhere near New Year's. Nowhere near New Year's. I heard this music in my office as I'm sitting with this person and it's like this high pitched kind of squeaky sound. And I realize this song is Auld Lang Syne and it's playing and I freeze and I look at my coworker and she smiles and I smile. And I, I said, are you, are you hearing that? Afraid if she said no. (laughs) And she said, yeah. And I said, is that your phone? And she said, no, it's not my phone. She said, it's just weird. And I said, that is, this is very, very, very peculiar. And, uh, it's, she goes, is it your phone? I was like, no, it's not my phone. And so we like get up and we look like, it's not my computer. It's not the phone. It's not in the bookcase. It's not coming from the drawers. We go in the hall. It's not coming from other offices. It is only in my office. And that's that song and it plays like the entire chorus and we cannot find the source now we just sit down and start laughing because it's creepy and um i told her if you were not here no one would ever believe this story she said, you're right. And they may not believe it anyway. And I was like, you're right. Um, but yeah, I never found the source. It's never happened again. That's so creepy. And I don't work in like some old building. I work in like a relatively new building. Um, 
you oh, don't I don't have a, a any kind of intercom. No, no, there's no intercom system. There's none of that. It was I, we really like could not find the source. And you came out in the middle of the desert. It's kind of in the middle of the desert. It's old land, of course. That's it's like a quarter mile away from the three hundred year old Spanish oh, mission. Um, which is like a whole other podcast, the 300-year-old Spanish mission. But before well, your, hundreds of years before yeah. your building was there, yes. like uh, colonizer settlers probably lived in that area. Probably so. And um, But my building itself is pretty indistinct. I mean, it's basic office yeah, building, it's office you know. Building. Um, so the mission has absolutely nothing to do with this encounter, but it was super, but it is super cool. Um but I want to mention it. So super weird experience. Yes. Creepy AF. Definitely. Yeah. And I lived on mission and right. I had a weird experience that I know I've told you about. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with New Year's, but it's the kind of creepy disembodied music. Oh, that's creepy. I was, this was years ago. I lived in an apartment building on mission on the second floor and I came home one night and I got to my floor, and there were only two floors, nothing above me, but I was on my balcony, and right outside of the balcony, uh, I heard the sound of a an old music box. Like, not a contemporary song, but something old and kind of tinny, but, this, but definitely mm-hmm. the tinkling of a music box. It was very otherworldly and, and spooky. And so I went over to the edge because where I heard it coming from was right outside my bedroom window. My bedroom window was closed. No one was home. Oh, wow. And I looked down below. There there was no one mm. there. The neighbors down below me had their window shut. Didn't look like anyone was home. And I didn't hear it coming from down below. I heard it coming from kind of the space or the air oh. right outside of my bedroom window. Just this really beautiful, tinkling, haunting wow. music box sound. Just disembodied music like you you heard, and in a really similar place. And I was going to say, in a very close place, mm-hmm. actually. They're not that far apart where you no. live and where my office is. No, and where the mission is, where Santa Vera is. There's, yeah. you know, who knows who lived there, right. you know, in terms of the colonizing settlers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. So, the land holds the stories, right? The land holds the stories, yes. Yeah, so somebody may be able to reveal them to us. Slowly, some of them do. They do. So, you know, Mm -hmm. they get revealed. But we will have a podcast on San Javier Mission. Yes, we will. Yeah. And And we definitely want to wish a very happy new year. We do. We wish you prosperity. We wish you joy. Love, comfort, warmth yeah. if you want it. We're kind of tired of warmth here in Tucson, but. Yeah, but we'll happily give some away. Yes. Yeah. Take absolutely. some of our warmth. So thank you so much for joining us on this New Year's Eve superstition special. Mm-hmm. And uh, please come back and listen to more stories. But for now, so long, good friends. Until next time, when we meet back at the house. Mm-hmm.